Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Digital audio health by... Cymatrax. It's Al Cole from CBS Radio, and I want to tell you about a Renaissance woman who excels at everything she puts her innovative mind to. And you know, I'm going to start it out like this. What would you say if I told you that I was going to introduce you to a lady who is a very successful business entrepreneur and a world-class creative force as a realtor, interior designer, hosts charity golf tournaments for wildlife, and is the cutting-edge author of the stunning Magical Forces Within? Well, Al, I'd say make the introduction, brother. <laughs> I've just been dying to learn some of all of those things from somebody who sounds like a real magnetic lady. <laughs> well, you're in luck because not only can you learn about the fabulous life accomplishments of this woman, whose name happens to be Rhonda Grant, <laughs> but week in and week out, Rhonda will introduce you to some of the most exciting guests on the planet as she hosts her own awesome podcast, The Rhonda Grant Show, on Contact Talk Radio. Week to week, Rhonda skillfully weaves the magical forces within her with the extraordinary discoveries in the sometimes ordinary lives of her guests who blossom before your very eyes through the guidance and know-how of such a skilled and sensitive host as Rhonda Grant. you got to check it out. Check out all the action at rondagrantauthor.com. That's rondagrantauthor.com. To witness the extraordinary discoveries in otherwise ordinary lives. And I hear some of you asking right now, well, Al, how do you know all this? <laughs> I'll tell you. It's because I weave some of the same magic on my own nationally syndicated show called People of Distinction. It's all about humanity at its best. Every guest with extraordinary things to say about the magical forces within life itself. Get it? So check them out. The Rhonda Grant Show, Extraordinary Discoveries in Ordinary Lives, and People of Distinction, created by me, Al Cole from CBS Radio, now hosted by my amazing son, Benji Cole. You can check out People of Distinction on Apple Music or email me for exciting updates on my music and my books, too, especially Romance for Women on Amazon. Email me at al at alcoholic.com. You heard me right. That's A L at A-L-C-O-L-E-H-O-L-I-C.com. And I really want to thank my CBS radio listeners for coming up with that handle, Alcoholic. <laughs> Seems like from day one, my listeners have been saying, Al, we love what you're doing there, brother. In fact, we're hooked on it. We're Alcoholics. So here we go in classic form with a swing of a golf club as she hosts another charity golf tournament for wildlife and another incomparable Rhonda Grant show. So all together, everybody, here's Rhonda. Welcome to the Rhonda Grant show. Sometimes the universe has a way of placing people or obstacles in your path to help guide and direct you on your mission. Listen in as we discover the path my guest has traveled. Have they been inspired by a calling, crafted their journey, or a bit of both? I invite you to embrace the conversations and to use them to help you recognize if this is happening in your life. 
Our guest today is Trisha Ben, who is the Chief Community Officer of the C-Suite Network and the General Manager of the Hero Club, an invitation-only membership organization for CEOs, founders, and investors. As an officer of these organizations, her mission is to build a platform and community that accelerates the success of C-level executives, owners, investors, and influencers. She is a leader in creating an executive community of collaboration based on integrity, transparency, and measuring success beyond the numbers alone, the hero factor. This approach has driven her more than 20-year track record of industry disruption in building new businesses, revenue streams, and delivering double-digit year-over-year growth. In addition to sitting on multiple businesses, associations, and not-for-profit boards, Ben served as a senior executive for three enterprise-level organizations in market research, telecommunications, media marketing, and advertising. As Global Chief Marketing and Strategy Officer and U.S. Managing Director within MDC Partners, a $3 billion global holding company, Ben's leadership drove double-digit growth year-over-year and new contracts with some of the most important impact players in the world. An award-winning business leader and international speaker, Ben shares an inspiring, practical, and actionable message that empowers great leaders to take their businesses to the next level. Welcome to the Rhonda Grant Show, Trish. Thank you so much, Rhonda. It's wonderful to be here with you. It's so wonderful to have you on the show. Do you feel that how you were raised by your parents contributed to how effective you are as a leader today? And if so, can you share with our audience some of those memories and and insights? I cannot help but think that that is true, Rhonda. My childhood was one of incredible independence, which I believe, you know, as children, There's sort of the way that we are born in the world, and then there's also the way that it's nourished. So I was taught from day one that um, everybody is essentially equal. I grew up on a little little hobby farm, what we call a hobby farm, and um, and everybody was out in the field when the hay was coming in, and everybody was uh, working hard and delivering results. And so I had this whole notion of very much uh, do what you need to do to create value to to be adding to great results and also that women are very intelligent women lead women speak all over the world women uh, create great opportunity and um, and and show up every bit as strong as men and um, so I had a very different sense of what the world was than when I went into university, for example, I took women's studies as a minor because I just didn't understand what happened out there in the real world. Mm-hmm. And so um, it, it definitely shaped my life in, you know, your, the way that you're raised, the way that you show up, what you're counted on for, as well as your word your, is your bond. You need to be able to deliver and support and see things through to, you know, make sure that everybody's surviving uh, through the winter, getting getting the uh, animals cared for, all of those types of things. And then also personal responsibility. I liked how you've articulated that. Uh, it's so good for our audience to hear that. Um, so how did you go 
from being um, a farm girl, as, as you wish, uh, working on a farm, um, to uh, where you are today. For me, that whole experience of being raised on a farm and equally being out in the fields as being in a classroom in an office place meant that I understood how hard work pays off. And for me, my passion when I was a child ended up being figure skating. Mm -hmm. So instead of being out riding the horses, I was in arenas um, doing competitive figure skating. And through that experience, again, it just more and more reinforced the the short-term, mid-term, long-term goals and how you drive through to them physically and mentally and emotionally. And so I brought that experience certainly into my business life where, you know, if I get up and speak in front of hundreds or thousands of people, that is a lot easier than a competitive figure skating at, you know, the national uh, level. And I trained at the Olympic Training Center in in, uh, Canada. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, amongst literally the world's best. And uh, that, that whole notion of, you know, if I'm one millimeter off, I am on the ground and my skating season is over for the year. When right. I speak, for example, I can throw my hands all over the place and I can walk anywhere I want and I'm not going to fall on my face. So it's a lot, uh, a, yes. a lot you know, easier in essence, um, but also just that confidence of I know what I need to do. I know what I need to deliver. And the, the mental and physical strength to be able to do what we do on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Well, and as an individual athlete as well, I mean, uh, you are in the arena and uh, you are working really early in the morning and probably late at night on your skill, on your gift, um, while other people are watching television. And through that uh, developing development of self and being prepared for competition, Um, you're already operating at a very high level and you command more because you've demanded more of yourself and you know what that's taken. And um, so you do demand more of others, do you find? I think so, absolutely. And I think you, you, you have that confidence to know these are steps you can take. To this day, I visualize what does a great day look like tomorrow? for me, you know, and, mm-hmm. and what, does yes. it, what does a great day feel like and what will happen? And, and so that's part of the exercise of what I do when I'm going to sleep at night and through the night. And that absolutely comes from my figure skating days. And the other thing is what you're willing to pay. You know, you said you're up early in the morning, you're working late at night, you can't create successful businesses without having discipline. Mm-hmm. And that whole notion of discipline, but also responsibility and payoffs. So in my case, and I, and I absolutely credit my parents for this, I sat down every year and I was told how much my figure skating would cost. Did I want to do it? And there was no joking around about this negotiation. Okay. Did I want to do it? Yes. Okay. So then if you want to do this, this is a sacrifice for the family. So this is the expectation. And it would get laid out for me what my chores would be what the expectations were for me to get A's in my classes and my responsibility to get myself up at 4.30 in the morning every day, my responsibility to pack my own things for my skating day and my food needs and all of that. So so I really had a very clear understanding of the expectations and what I needed to do to be able to participate in something that I was really passionate about and have the support to do that with that, what we we call in C-suite network, Conditions of satisfaction, 
clearly laid out. And then I was able to then negotiate truly as an independent owner of what I was going to experience in my life. And I, I worry about that for the next generations in terms of this whole, you know, guiding them through absolutely everything until they're Mm -hmm. 40 years old. Um, But, but that is uh, something that truly empowered me to understand that my actions, my choices meant that I got to do something I wanted to be able to do. Mm -hmm. What a great lesson. And at any time you could say, I don't want to do this anymore. Absolutely. You know, when I hear people say, you know, I was forced. Um, reading oh. Andre Agassi's mm-hmm. biography was heartbreaking for me because right. at the end of the day, you know, the idea that you're forced to do something that you don't get to own, this is what I wanted and this is what I take away from this experience, really is just heartbreaking to me. So with my children, I have an 11-year-old and a 16-year-old daughters. Mm-hmm. And what I say to them is, let me, let me share a truth with you. You can take everything I've done as a parent, and you can explain to people why that made you great. Mm -hmm. Equally, you can take everything I've done, and you can say, that's what made you a terrible person. That's what made you fail. Mm -hmm. And the choice is entirely yours. I have nothing to do with either either choice. Mm -hmm. That that's important. You know, we keep trying to there's this whole cultural thing of proving that we are good parents to our children. They decide that, not us. Mm -hmm. And I mean, what is a good parent? I mean, um, you know, letting your children do what they want to do and not guiding and directing them and helping them and push them and um, uh, making them remember why they've signed up for something and why they should see it through. Or is it allowing them not to just to do whatever they want to do? Is that a good parent? Yeah, I mean, for me, the way that I look at it is truly about how I help them get to the point where they're able to make those calls themselves. And the sooner, the better. Yeah. So I do not want them having to make those choices and have dire consequences in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. Um, I want them able to trial those things, figure those things out for themselves so that they know passionately what their purpose and what their intention is for their lives so that they can be guiding it and they can learn what works, what doesn't work for them when they're still in the safety of, you know, that home nest. But I do not want to take that experience away from them and protect them from it so that they don't have it until it's too late. (laughs) Yes, exactly. That that's wonderful advice um, is to let them, them explore all of those options and to help and guide them. Um, to what's going to make them happy. And, and really what it's all about is happiness, isn't it? You know what? I don't believe in the word, of ha- the, the word happiness. Okay. Um, yeah. So um, I believe in purpose, meaning, fulfillment. Happiness to me has really become almost synonymous with a marketing experience. So you want something, you get to buy it, you're happy. And, and we all know that happiness lasts for about two seconds. Exactly. But when we're, yeah. But when we're purposeful, when, we're, when, when, when something we're doing is meaningful to us, when we know we're making a difference, then, then it becomes something that is fulfilling. That you, and you could use the word joyful, um, you know, but, but truly you have purpose, meaning, intent. And that, that to me is really about 
the ultimate of fulfillment. And it, and it takes away a lot of the noise that we're invited uh, to bring into our lives. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Um, and I think that uh, when, when this happens, you do have a contentness and a calmness about your demeanor as well. Um, oh my goodness, Rhonda, great words. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and to be able to explore. And uh, I would like to be one of your children, really. <laughs> <laughs> if, those are all my, if those are all the things that's going to happen with me, for me. I, I love that you say that because I, you know, the next word that was on my mind was grace. And, you know, when yes. you're coming from that space, you create grace for each other. And, um, and you have the ability to do that because you're full, you know, you're, you're fulfilled. And so the grace that you can give to those that you serve, that those that you, um, you know, that you are shoulder to shoulder with is tremendous, you know, and when you're not in that space, it's impossible. It is impossible. It is for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, this is just wonderful. We're having some, some great conversation here. Um, you're listening to the Rhonda Grant Show, whose podcast has been treated with Digital Audio Health by Cymatrex. And I'm speaking with Trisha Ben. And usually at this time in the show, Trisha, I ask people, um, I, I ask my guests uh, how audiences may uh, reach out and contact you. Do you have a way uh, for them to contact you? Absolutely. Just Trisha. So it's T-R-I-C-I-A at C-Suite, S-U-I-T-E, network.com. So C-Suite network.com. And uh, I'd love to hear from anybody in terms of this conversation and, and truly how you translate that experience into a community that's supporting your success and accelerating your business. And, and that's one thing, Rhonda, and I'm sure you've you, you have a lot of experience with this where these topics are critically important, not just because they're nice to have or nice to know, um, and not just because they make us feel more productive and so on, but they actually do make us more productive and they help us to create greater teams that are engaged in delivering on their missions um, for us to create great business models that succeed and have greater impact in serving our communities. So this is really truly about how we are able as business leaders to bring that into creating more successful businesses. Mm -hmm. And I find that when, when people are successful, um, they bring that success into their family and, um, and their children see that. And, and one of the things that I didn't know at the time is that uh, my husband and I have always been entrepreneurs. And when we raised our children, we sat every night at the, at the kitchen uh, table and had our dinner. And we talked about business. And we talked, how was, how was your day? And our children knew that their job was, was school and their sports, whatever they chose. And our kids mm-hmm. did cho- choose some good sports. Uh, that they had to commit at a high level to. And, um, and we talked about our business and, and how things were going. And we, we didn't talk about uh, the finances and things like that. But we didn't realize at the time that uh, it was impre- impressing upon our children uh, to be their own person 
and to run their own lives and to run their own businesses uh, when it came to that point. And it, and, uh, it wasn't until I saw that my kids were grown and uh, they were doing, they were being successful at what they were doing, and how uh, they, how being raised by us affected them. And of course, they've come back and they've told us these things. And I think that that's wonderful. And that's a good teaching, a good role modeling um, mm-hmm. for people who are in business and coming home and uh, talking to their children. And it doesn't need to be a, a lesson plan every night. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about the normal day in and day out and how the years go by and how the decades go by and how what you're doing and how you show up uh, to your children as affects them. Uh, in the long run and affects their lives and how successful they are going to be as well. So I'm really glad that we uh, talked about those, uh, those aspects, Tricia, it's wonderful. Do you feel that you've been called uh, to your journey that you're doing right now? I, without a doubt, feel like I've been called. And, you know, everything you were sharing about those conversations with our children, when you're leading communities of executive uh, owners, investors, executives uh, that are, you know, working their way through mid to large size companies, really, truly, you're creating that opportunity of support of an open space safety to go through issues to work through challenges and so on. And it really becomes much the same thing. It's just that your dinner table is a lot larger. You know? yes. And you have these incredible experts from all over the world, but it really truly from a people perspective, it truly is the same thing that that um, safe space to be able to learn, explore, connect, and um, and figure out how to move things forward faster. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh, what extraordinary discovery have you found in your life? For me, I think the the biggest discovery was really early on in my career. I was in public affairs consulting. And at that point, the idea was burn and churn. You know, you bring people in, you get, you get oh, as much out of you as you can with their youth and energy, and then you let them go on to something else and, and you move on. And for me, understanding the power of creating teams that are purpose-driven on, you know, a mission that they think is important and they understand their connection to that mission, and certainly the connection to each other in that team in terms of creating opportunity and success together. And so that for me was just such an incredible aha moment that when you, when you choose a mission that's truly important and then you share that mission with others, allowing them to own it as well and then uh, appreciate how others who have been brought on that mission, that journey are contributing to the success and how they can see through that success. It, it, there's just no stopping that kind of formula for delivering the impact of, of achieving that mission. So for me, that was really just, uh, just absolutely um, game-changing in my entire career. And, um, and to this day, when it comes to C-Suite Network, for example, it is all about being mission-driven. So what does success look like? And it's not just numbers by any means. It's, it's our personal success. It's our, the success 
of the business, certainly, but then all of the people that are serving in that business and are served by that business and so on. So um, that to me was just the biggest business uh, aha. Personally, I have to tell you, I was speaking with uh, Mark Victor Hansen, who's the mm-hmm. co-author of uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul. Yes. And we got onto the conversation, his grandchildren are sign- signing. And I have to say that was a huge aha moment for me with my children. Uh, both of them as infants could let me know they needed food. They had a dirty diaper or they wanted more of something. <laughs> yes. And oh my goodness, that power of communication of empowering people to be able to communicate what they need and lead and control the the ability to get to it. And I think obviously that's not just got the personal pieces of that from a business perspective. That's what we want to be doing. We want to be empowering everyone to succeed faster and helping them understand how that aligns with the ultimate mission that we've all joined into by being part of a company or being part of a team. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, um, do you have a daily ritual, um, a morning ritual that you have in order to prepare you uh, for your, because I know your, your book solid, right, from the time you show up in the morning until the time you go home. And so, do you have a daily ritual? So my daily ritual starts the night before, and I alluded okay. to it earlier. Yeah, so my visual, my visualization of what does my excellent day look like tomorrow? What what am I going to need to achieve to feel like I've accomplished what I set out to accomplish for that day? My ritual in the morning is I go through my standard getting ready in the morning, and I do not let myself wander to anything but achieving what I've set out to achieve. And so I'm, I'm very uh, systematic. I do the exact same things every morning to get ready, but I never worry or have negative thought cross my mind ever in my morning. It's truly all about now I'm accomplishing everything I mapped out visually in my head the night before as I was falling asleep. And then, and then just literally now my task is not to worry about anything. My task is just to deliver. And so I'm very, very focused. And, um, and, and I don't need to worry about anything. I'm just implementing what I've already visualized. Well, that's awesome. Um, and, and the thing is, is that um, for a lot of people, Trish, it's really hard to maintain that focus um, because the, uh, we're bombarded uh, by so many different things. And a lot of people have radios on and televisions on as they're trying to get ready for work. And I'm sure, uh, you know, I can just imagine that this is not what's happening in your life. You are completely focused with what you're doing and you're not distracted by these other things that take you off your course, derail you, or, or any of those things. Is that right? I am very focused. Now, I will listen to a snippet of the news because I need to make sure that I'm understanding what's happening in the world yes. that will affect everyone that I'm working with. So, so part of my routine is I do listen to a little bit of this you know, snapshot of the news so I know what's happening. So I do that. Um, and then the other thing I would say is really important in terms of the focus Mm-hmm. is two, two things. One, what am I going to accomplish that day that no matter all of the noise, I'm going to get that thing done. And, you know, it might be one thing, it might be three things. But if you're a busy executive, or, you know, owner building your business, 
you're not going to have more than one to three big things that you're accomplishing in a day outside of all of the regular noise and everything that's in your calendar. So that's very powerful for focus. And then in terms of fulfillment, we use what we call conditions of satisfaction here in the C-suite. So I have three conditions. Mm -hmm. I have three conditions of satisfaction and three conditions of satisfaction that can be met no matter what my day is. So if I am off for a vacation day with my children, or I'm in the office, or I am traveling and, you know, speaking at events, whatever the whatever the occasion, I can meet those three conditions of satisfaction. And I really encourage everyone listening to think to that, because so much of the conditions of satisfaction we put on our lives are unattainable in the everyday. And Mm -hmm. that is a way to set ourselves up for feeling inadequate, feeling like we're not getting there, feeling like we're not being fulfilled. So for me, I have reach for my great and help everyone around me, support everyone around me and getting to their great. That's one of my conditions of satisfaction. And I can do that no matter where I'm located. My other one is I want to learn new things. I want to be challenged. I want to see, you know, greatness and great impact. And, you know, so that's something where I'm inspired every day. And the third is really simple for me. I need to have real connection in the everyday. So I reserve the right, and it can drive my team crazy at times, but I reserve the right to continue a conversation that's been scheduled for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or 45 minutes because there's something meaningful happening in the conversation, that real connection. And so that for me is critical and I need it and I know I need it. So that's something I will reserve the right to go off schedule for. And, And no matter what, I'm surrounded by great people. So I can have that again as a condition of satisfaction in my life that I can meet every day. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. What is your advice uh, to people who may be flying below their potential? My, my advice for people who feel like they may be flying, flying below their potential is first of all, to understand they're not. <laughs> and, okay. and, you know, where you're flying is where you're flying. Okay. And I think the, 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 the whole notion of should be really takes the power away from where do I want to be? What do I need to be doing? What does that look like and feel like for me? And so I'm, I'm really, I, I, I literally want to just completely back up from that whole judgment as a starting place okay. and really focus to what are the things I'm really passionate about that I want to make a difference with? And then you really get out of your way because you know, Rhonda, and I know you've seen this a thousand times, the next question becomes, what if I take a wrong step? Well, there is no wrong step when you're going towards something you believe in, Mm -hmm. right? So I I really am a huge believer in you you pick the mission you want to be on you pick the the and and you make sure that you're aligned in terms of what you can deliver knowing how you can make a difference and that means also picking the right people to be with you in your journey or people that you're going to be with on your journey and then and then giving it your all developing what that means in in service. And when you do that, you get out of your way in terms of all of those voices that say you're not enough, you're not doing enough, you're not, you know, flying high enough in Mm -hmm. the analogy you were using. Mm -hmm. Um, And and let it be and then make sure you're enjoying it in the moment. Mm -hmm. 
Well, that's just wonderful advice. I just love it. And our listen, go ahead. So frequently we don't just allow ourselves to be in that moment. And I think that's something, again, that it's really important that we, that we do that and we, we have fun and we play and we create, um, you know, that enjoyment as well. Otherwise, why? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and a lot of times it's giving ourselves permission or someone as great as you uh, giving our listeners permission um, to um, step into that uh, realm of satisfaction that we get as being human, right? Can't always be yeah. working and pushing and planning and and doing all of that. We do need that time to just play and experiment and experiment with ourselves. Like, what do we really want? What do we mm-hmm. really want? What are we here to do? What? How can I self actualize my gifts? And and even putting those questions out. My goodness, it's a, remarkable what starts coming back if we it's have the so courage true. to ask. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then give ourselves the grace that we wouldn't think twice to give other people to say, hmm, you know, this is something I might not be very good at right now, but I really love it. Let me explore that. And, you know, here's a chance, an opportunity that people might think I'm crazy for going down this road, but I really feel passionately about trying this. And if that doesn't work, it'll open the door to something else. And, um, and you know, just allowing ourselves to really live that. Mm-hmm. And gathering up her own bravery and taking those steps, because as you say, there's no wrong steps. There's no every no. time you take a step, if it's not just quite right, then you just make an alter. You just do an alteration, and and you just keep on stepping forward to your dream and uh, and how you learn. And sometimes those mistakes can be exactly what you need in order to fast pace yourself to where you're going. And uh, so often we get too afraid of. Um, uh, of taking that leap and we just have to believe in ourselves and that's what our mission is and that's where we're going absolutely and those are the regrets of life right um yes <clears throat> fear fear is probably the biggest one why didn't i why you know why didn't i have that faith in myself why didn't i take that chance why didn't i take that leap and i'm not suggesting foolish decisions you know no, we all have no. responsibilities and we all have things we need to take care of but there are ways to plan around those opportunities and create them in, in millions of different ways. So there's, there's that, you know, creativity that you can apply to, okay, if I can't do it this way, I could do, look at doing it this way. And does that open different doors? And who else is doing this? And who else do I love and respect in that space or that owns that space? You know, those, those types of things that just open other doors and windows to, something that you want to be able to explore and, um, and, and do that in a way that you're still creating, um, you know, stability for yourself and, and strength for yourself. Before we wrap up the show, Trish, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listening audience? I think, you know, Rhonda, I love how you create a, a real meaningful conversation. And I think anybody who is listening to you and loves and respects this perspective that you bring to the table will understand how compelled I am to say this is a phenomenal way to open the door for that exploration and um, and truly 
making what we want of what we have. And I come back to the story that I shared about my daughters. Yes. What we have in our hands today is either the reason or the excuse for what will be great in our lives and what will be terrible in our lives. And that choice is absolutely each of us our own. Mm-hmm. Well, that just gave me um, goosebumps, Trisha. That really did. I want to thank you for being such a wonderful guest uh, on Rhonda Grant show. And uh, you just have such a remarkable way of um, piecing and putting things together. And I'm so impressed about with your background and how you've crafted yourself into the effective leader that you are and the influencer that you are. So it's been my pleasure to have you on the show. You have such a kind demeanor that attracts so many people to you. And uh, so thank you so much. Thank you so much, Rhonda. And so thrilled for everybody to be here with us as well. Yes, it's wonderful. Uh, Thank you. Theme song for the Rhonda Grant show, Sun on the Water, is composed and performed by my friend John Park Wheeler. This is Rhonda Grant with the Rhonda Grant show, author of Magical Forces Within, Extraordinary Discoveries in an Ordinary Life, inviting you to look for the magical forces within yourself today and every day. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to the Rhonda Grant Show with your host, Rhonda Grant. If you would like to find out more information about Rhonda and her upcoming guests and the work that she does, go to her website, rhondagrantauthor.com. That's rhondagrantauthor.com.